I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Carolina H. Fitz, hottest bitch from the block, used to puff fillies and duchies and stuff, Nicks. Now I like Doobies the Cutie from Five Fifth. Live life like a movie. I mean, life like a movie. She hyping, she typing her own script. What's this? Young sis made it from the cement. Started pushing her own bricks. Put on for a city. I pop in Metropolis. Hold this. Chocolate and focus. Now this vocal and chosen. Opponents. Leave them dead in their own crib. Murder she wrote. She preferred in cursive. Uh, the purse sick. The verse is perversive. They worship. Make the word skip. Superb witch in demand. She's perfect. Understand the plan, the blueprint. 100 grand in the hands. It's on grip. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, uh, we're no taking sh- tomorrow off. No show tomorrow. As far as the regular show. There will yes. be a this too much uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, for all the people that are used to uh me and bossy telling y'all what's gonna happen next week on uh insecure because apparently that's our job description now okay we tell you what's gonna happen <laughs> um don't question it just just believe us and thank us later on um but yeah you can find us on itunes stitcher and you can also find us downtown charlotte on billboards and shit i know we presenting shit yeah, somebody sent a picture. It was like uh, the Blackout Tips Live, Rod and Karen Marl present. I was like, what? And big ass lettuce. What is going on here, downtown Charlotte, North Carolina? I know, random white folks looking up that boy going, what the hell is that? Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Like, you know, uh, it definitely makes it real. Like, I saw it. I was like, oh shit, it's real. It's happening. They was like, we are professional. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait. Uh, I love Hold it. on, nobody come buy tickets thinking they're going to get a theater. A theater? What do you mean? A play. Oh, Because okay. like Rod and Karen presents. Because it is happening in a theater. So. Right. So I can see somebody going, oh, that's not like an interesting play. Well, it says the Blackout Tips podcast live, so I don't know what they would be expecting if not for our podcast to be live. Uh, but uh, if they do show up and they're mistaken, oh, well, they'll get to have a good time with a lot of Negroes. Yes, they will. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be fun. Um, just, you know, some general show notes before we even get into this, uh, for the live show. Um, cause we're gonna break down a little bit of stuff about that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we gotta do all our upfront. So, of course, you can find us on iTunes and stuff. The official weapon of the show is the taser. The unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. The book crushers uh series is out the first episode is already dropped it's now online you can watch it like and comment on it just go to uh youtube.com slash shout out productions and tomorrow at 10 a.m a second episode will be dropping in the series so go click on those things as well um dexter will be at the uh live show so y'all get to meet him yes Dexter is the best y'all yeah i just yeah so i just confirmed that so i can't wait to see him um like press was hitting us like i got an email from somebody in the press like yo we want to come through and cover the event interview y'all I was like interviewing this shit yeah so i mean it's it's pretty cool man we appreciate people uh doing that it's it's weird because like on the back side of it just now thinking like oh yeah i guess we could have done 
more press like we could have reached out to some people and some places and got listed and shit but now we know next time that's kind of the thing about doing it for yourself you, you don't and know. doing it um for the first time so you know i was thinking about that today i was like oh yeah i could probably hit up creative loafing or mm-hmm. some other look well next time next time we'll know um but uh yeah thank you for everybody who has bought tickets uh people like i said that bought tickets and said hey can you give this to somebody if they need tickets and they can't afford them your tickets are being put to good use i just want to let people know like people are emailing me i just gave away a bunch of tickets this morning wonderful um, uh the over the weekend like people have been emailing me consistently like hey uh you know it's funny because they'll put like their hardship story like hey man you know i got this that and i'm like you don't really have to explain mm-hmm. why because the tickets are bought you can have them it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a scholarship it's mm-hmm. not a need-based situation mm-hmm. it's not married mm-hmm. like i know people feel bad like right. oh, so like i can't afford to pay or whatever but like oh, real wait. talk this is not you trying to get into harvard just Mm-mm. get the tickets they already Come paid on. For we it. just want asses in the seats yeah we want to have fun man i it's so crazy because i'm typically pretty reserved and stoic about these kind of things and i don't try to get excited for anything until it gets here you know because i'm just not a very forward-looking person to be honest i like to live in the moment but i the closer we get to this the more excited i get the more fun i know it's gonna be the more yes. i can't wait to see people and and meet them and talk to them and do this show and for this audience and everybody gets to be in on it and have fun mm-hmm. and, uh be in our element um and so I, I really can't wait for all this stuff and it's like every day i just keep looking like oh it's almost here we're getting there so yes and i'm excited that y'all are excited and planes and driving and packing and i'm excited that y'all excited right so i'm i'm like i said we're gonna do a regular show as well but we just kind of had to get some stuff uh out of the way to start the show because we did talk about we wanted to talk about um things to do and Mm -hmm. places to go and things to eat and stuff like that yes we know a lot of people won't be in town but maybe for a day maybe two mm-hmm. uh, so there won't be like a ton of time time that they have to uh Mm-mm. to eat and enjoy stuff or whatever but just in case yeah and we know like people go well, i can't make this one but i might come through charlotte for at another time yeah you can enjoy these same well places. that's not what i'm doing this for this is right. for people that pay to go to the show this is not for just any old time so turn this off if you just like oh, i might go to charlotte three years from now <laughs> too bad <laughs> too bad this is for the people that are coming and they want to have a good time because uh yeah because some of the events are probably only happening this weekend yeah um now the only thing was you know as much as we want to you know promote the city and talk about places we go to eat and hang out and stuff like that it just feels a little bit weird because you know this is the blackout tips you know this is not uh the spinoff show lip smacking good where we talk about food and food culture and meals that we ate and all that stuff um so it just didn't feel right so i decided we should do a mini episode a lip second good live just on the show All right yeah on the right show. right now so we'll just go ahead and, and get it
for some lip smacking good commentary here okay guys now you know normally for people that aren't premium you know they probably you know i think i put one out for free Mm -hmm. uh but you know normally we have like a format and it's like you know do our intro middle of the week talk about food news and then we get into some uh you know karen i have an interview normally with the with the special guest we're not gonna do all that Mm -mm. but we do want to talk about you know some places that we like to go eat here um and some things to do now the first thing i will say is for community events or for local like shit to get into if you're just gonna be here now hopefully thursday you're gonna be getting into whatever we into but uh as far as our live show but you know there's other things around the city i think the best resource is uh creative loafing uh so you can put in creative loafing charlotte um in google or whatever go to their website and they have like the other stuff happening around the city every day so if you want to go to like there's all kinds of beer uh like we have a lot of uh yeah, these, that, these breweries that yeah, are popping so up they have a lot of bar crawls i was seeing a lot of bar crawls um you have uh wine tasting tasting around the city of charlotte uh also i was looking they have um food trucks that are happening around the city this weekend uh so you can get into that stuff they have i think jazz in the park is this weekend as well festival in the park park. i'm sorry festival in the park and that's uh in freedom park so just type in festival in the park that's actually really really fun i I haven't been in years but that's actually been really really fun there's lots of uh, museums particularly where blumenthal is up and down that stretch you have a bunch of uh discovery plays museum is in that area you have a greenway for people that love to walk you have the what are the white waterfalls people that look like to rap rapids and things like that and so it is it's a lot of variation of things to do around the city of charlotte and i also wanted to mention that friday at six um bad and boozy uh podcast hosted by the asians uh so so um they are doing an event um for uh i think it's at sports let me make sure that the the i got the right location but uh yeah it's i think it's sports with a z but they're doing a, um they're doing like a happy hour so you know they and i know they're fans of the show and mm-hmm. um you know karen's been on there before yes so it's just another one of those things where you can like do that i'll put the link in the show notes um for you guys if you if you want to um if you want to attend that but uh yeah it's just another thing and that way you know you'll kind of be among you know at least within the family of fans and friends and mm-hmm. shit that we have throughout the podcast and uh <laughs> i almost say the podcast and diaspora that feels weird to say but it felt it felt right but if that, but that, i don't think that's the definition it don't sound like i don't think you could i'm about to say i agree though but the, the podcast and diaspora oh, i've been on twitter too much oh uh, but yeah. <laughs> what anyway the podcast and spear i guess like the chilling mm-hmm. circuit whatever um you can <laughs> you can go there and uh 
i'll put the yeah. link and you know you'll be among among friends, friends and family fans. yeah and also uh just to let everybody know this coming you can take pictures you can use your phone you can record you can live tweet we just want we want people to know you can do these things yeah um now as far as um the show as well like for premium people the vip people i mean if you have vip tickets i believe the signing and pictures and all that stuff i we're shooting to start about five ish um um and then we're gonna but we're gonna wrap up at 6 30 so that's a hard out because we have to go backstage prepare everything Mm -hmm. get ready for chris to come out so um but we will be there from like five uh, upstairs in the like vip little lounge area they have we'll be there from about five to six thirty um and signing stuff and taking pictures and whatnot Mm -hmm. um and then um we'll do the show so make sure you get there um on time because like i said you want to be inside the auditorium at seven because i we plan on starting at seven like yeah. not no bullshit Mm-mm. um if you, you missed you it, miss it time you're on your own and they will have food and drinks at the event yeah like that you can purchase you can't bring alcohol in there no <clears throat> that i know of but mm-hmm. uh you know but you can, <laughs> you're not supposed to i put it that way yeah uh because it's like a state run thing so like you know they have to buy alcohol from the state we can't even bring alcohol for ourselves backstage Mm-mm. um so you have to buy drinks there yeah um, like on site but they shouldn't cost too much i don't mm-hmm. believe no um, they don't but uh you can buy drinks there they'll have two bars set up mm-hmm. and all that stuff yeah they have a bar. They have little food for snacks and stuff it's not like meal food it's like you know you know snack food yeah and also if a vip you actually will have like a snack and bar thing we have something going on for you guys separately yeah and uh you want to go to founder hall founders hall level two to get to the theater that's the that's the um that's the quickest way to get to the entrance yes founders Um, hall so make sure you guys do all that stuff um so i think that's all the like show related stuff if you have i think karen said if you have gifts and stuff i think you can give them to ushers or yeah you give them to ushers drop them off upstairs or whatever vip bring your stuff with you we'll we'll collect it there yeah so you know all that stuff uh now let's talk about places to eat stuff to do in charlotte or i guess food places because that's what we specialize in um what karen go ahead name some stuff let me see i go through my yelp because i i got a lot of places all right um well let's try to make them fast and if we're gonna name a lot of them you know what oh, I, mean? I don't know how we didn't do a list I'm, I'm, it's all good it's okay all good. <laughs> i'm looking like i didn't know I didn't know um one of um let's see what do we want to start one of my favorite places to eat here is uh, sushi 101 it's off of woodland road well they have several of them but the yeah, one we got a few sushi 101s yeah. in charlotte yes. um the the one we like to go to a lot is off of woodline road but um sushi 101 is a good like place for like introductory sushi and stuff it doesn't yeah. cost a lot Mm-mm. really they're not um, expensive and they have great ramen bowls yes um, and every night they have a drink special yeah and they have and like the drink specials are normally like three dollar like martinis and shit and i'm not gonna front they will get you fucked up like mm-hmm. real make talk, strong i always because they're so small they always forget that they're so strong like i just sip one down they taste so delicious and then i I like go to get up i'm like fuck i don't let me drink some water and chill for a minute i don't need to get you know too messed up so yeah sushi 101 is a great place to go all the time 
um we go to a lot of places off there um there's also this bar called burton's it's a bit more expensive Expensive, over there um so you know if you're going out for a snazzy night on the town or you like hey we just visiting might as well spend a little extra money um they got great food um yeah like uh sometimes we take pictures of our food and people be like where'd you get that from a lot of times it's burton's uh they have now like i said it's kind of expensive but they have some great um this lobster ravioli they got that is oh not ravioli it's lobster pasta it's called seafood pasta whatever Mm -hmm. but it's got lobster in it big ass chunks of fucking lobster in that it's delicious Uh, i get it without the snap peas though because them shits don't i don't like snap peas tastes like green beans go ahead though next (laughs) saigon for those of you that are in the faux uh, uh, pho. I'm sorry. This in the pho. Saigon is really, really good. It was is voted one of the uh, Saigon Palace is voted mm-hmm. one of the best uh, pho places in Charlotte, and it's really, really good. Um, they have all types of pho. They have um, pho that um, with uh, stew beef, with like crab and 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 uh, all kinds of stuff. It yeah, they also delicious. have like really authentic like dishes and stuff like vietnamese style mm-hmm. so um it's like it's a lot you know um and it doesn't cost much once no, again like it if you've ever had fun you know like that shit will fill you the fuck up um at least it does for me like i i can't never finish a bowl by myself um in one sitting so um and we're talking about like 10 12 dollars a bowl mm-hmm. and you be full um so and then of course they got all your little appetizers and shit like that as well um another place uh we just talked about it we talked about that time we went to um this restaurant that was racist and we went to we went somewhere else instead uh mccoy's is the name of the place we went to mccoy's smokehouse and saloon their wings was fucking delicious yeah they they have like some of the best wings in charlotte uh so um and i suggest try to barbecue wings you know because you know it's local charlotte that's what we know yeah but you can get them grilled twice yeah you can get them to to grill them twice i suggest you get them to grill them twice because then they come out a little bit crispy a little bit blackened a little, a little mm. mm-hmm. because the way they do the wings they don't just like fry them like you know most people they just deep fry some wings which is cool but like anybody could do that shit right they smoke them then they grill they grill them and they smoke, smoke them, them. Oh. that's how that's why they wings taste different but the thing is you can actually order them grilled smoked grilled so that you get like the double grilling nigga like d slap your mama y'all. in her face okay um go ahead what's the next one delicious um amelie's the french bakery place um mm-hmm. they actually are really really good they, nice desserts oh uh, the pastries are actually outstanding and they got breakfast sandwiches which yes. they serve all day i like to go get a breakfast sandwich and you basically the way they set it up you can get whatever kind of bread like you pick the bread uh you can pick you get egg and then you can pick like three toppings like tomato lettuce uh you know um uh ham like sausage you know that kind of stuff um and i normally just get a croissant and turn that thing into a croissant witch <laughs> and uh eat the hell out of it so uh though that that, and, that place is delicious and if you're into macaroons if i'm pronouncing that right that's the place to eat your macaroons they are out 
outstanding they got the little small ones but we also we tried the bigger ones they got like some kind of sherbet in the middle of it mm-hmm. it's really good and their soup i know know it's probably warm for soup but but every time i've had a soup it has been outstanding yeah and that drink selection is crazy like they have like those lemonade type of drinks like it ain't even lemonade it's just some fancy french lemonade i don't know how to pronounce like i don't even know what i'm ordering i'm like let me get the lemon or whatever the fuck and then you get it it's like ooh, lemonade with some sparkles in it and shit right um so that's a good place to eat um and a lot of people you know if you got the hotel deals you'll be downtown there's Mm -hmm. a lot of restaurants um downtown as well walking distance yeah within walking distance mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. mccormick and stitch actually, mccormick and smix smitch i don't know why i call that stitch smix, smix. yes <laughs> I, tear, I tear that up well people are gonna be going to look for these so i just want to make sure we get it right you know <laughs> right because they're gonna be up in yelp like that stitch and lilo lilo and stitch it's like was? like that like that that place don't exist can you making shit up they're really really good yeah they um i was gonna but they're like a chain so you can get mm-hmm. them a lot of places correct um i want to say i just want to double check the place that we went because i want to make sure that i'm not fucking this up but I, if i'm not mistaken we went to a place called like dandelion something um and that shit was good they have tapas um which is where they you know obviously serve these like smaller plates mm-hmm. um and we went there and we fucking grew that was actually my first time really having uh tapas uh t-a-p-a-s um mm-hmm. and um it was worth it like they had just like so many scallops and they had a macaroni and cheese that came in like its own little pan uh and every and there's way more food than you think yeah like in your mind it's like these little plates i guess i'll get this shit and then you start adding up you're like there's a lot of money for this little bit of food i could not finish any of it i was like mm-hmm. i can't believe i ordered all this shit and it was delicious and you can share yeah and you, yeah yeah so it's good for like if you go with a bunch of people maybe everybody gets a dish everybody gets a couple of things off of each dish and y'all will be full you know um so that's a, that's another place now same thing a little bit expensive you know what i mean like I, I definitely feel like um as good as it was um you know it it, it cost a little bit you know what i mean oh <laughs> um, so uh what's your next place karen uh what is that i just had a sushi guru they're actually really good another sushi place mm-hmm. uh it's kind of over it's, it's a south park mall area south park mall area is actually across the street from cowfish which we'll talk about in a second uh and it actually is really really good it's a little small place but it's really really good the drinks are excellent yeah i like sushi guru but yeah it is pretty small um so you know if you go in a busy time it's kind of hard to get up in there um but uh yeah i like that there's a bunch there's a bunch of good stuff in that area roosters is over there yeah i was gonna say that roosters is really and, good and cowfish is right there too mm-hmm. and i feel like if you come to charlotte you gotta go to cowfish just because yes there's not a lot of cowfish yet around i think there's one in, one in raleigh and one in charlotte one in atlanta one in atlanta yeah. maybe like cowfish is great because it's sushi and burgers and it's like mixed it's like re like reimagined like they have burgers they've turned into sushi they have sushi they turn into sandwiches like uh it's uh, you know they have like bur- they have the rick flair sushi which is called the uh i think it's called wushi or something like that mm-hmm. um actually really good it has jalapeno peppers and all that stuff on it um one thing i really do like about sushi one-on-one is that even if you're not into sushi quote-unquote 
you can still do it because it's more like a sushi fusion so it's actually you, great you, you said sushi one-on-one what you talking I mean, about i cow mean sushi cowfish yeah. i'm sorry it's a uh, sushi fusion so like uh like right said hamburgers in the sushi pull in the sushi like it's actually really really uh excellent and the place i was talking about last was dandelion market it's on fifth street so that'll be close to where you're at downtown yes it will be um so you know you might want to check that out um let's see what else um what was the place we had with the uh with the ta- with the tacos um downtown you remember that place hold on i think i got it in here somewhere i was just looking at yeah it, it was real good um off of providence um yes it was well you have to be careful because yelp will take you to the front of it and you really need i mean to the back of the building and you actually need to take go to the front um why can't i remember the name it started with like a t uh, <laughs> me either uh, i'm looking through here uh tito's was it tito's uh, uh you know what let me stop before i send y'all to the wrong place i'm gonna just look it up on my yelp and we're gonna get the rurus 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 are you are you are you rurus tacos and tequila that shit is great they have some great the menu is so funny because it's all movie quotes yes um and they have so many different types of tacos and sides and appetizers it's, it's like mexican food and then they have pretty good like they have drink their drinks are delicious mm-hmm. um it's a little expensive though downtown a little expensive so um like i mean it's in providence so not all the way downtown but still a little expensive it's on the nice side of town mm-hmm. but uh it's a good you, it's i've spent money worse places if you know what i'm saying that shit was great come on um and then speaking of the that we also went to babalu tapas and tacos babalu's is good too same thing except they're they're like a little it's not necessarily mexican inspired food it's just some of everything mm-hmm. um but they got they got a lot of good dishes it's kind of like the dandelion market uh that i talked ain't about ain't that earlier. the place that had the mimosas that's for brunch oh yeah so i don't know that people will be here for brunch because oh, that is true that, this is uh thursday so if you stay through the weekend they got a brunch there that's a, a good little brunch spot and if you stay through the weekend so is um toast uh which is a chain um mm-hmm. But they have one downtown as well. I like the one in off of Park Road better, but me too. The they got a t- chain of toast, and I, I like toast as a as a brunch spot. Um, anything else? Raleigh, Raleigh. Yeah, Ray-la. it's like R A I L A Y. Yeah. So I don't know how you uh, Ra- Raleigh. Ra-la. Yeah, I, I yeah, Raleigh. Ra- I call uh, it Raleigh. Raleigh. Right. <laughs> Let's say Raleigh. Okay, we've pronouncing we've been pronouncing uh christy tigan and arandi ariana uh, grandy wrong for all this time so i guess raleigh is what we're gonna go with r-a-i space l-a-y that's what they had the crab fried rice yeah that shit is delicious Mm -hmm. uh so yeah they they're like a tie place um and they yeah they have some good and they have like good specials like sushi is half off and drinks are like uh half price during like happy hour time yes so if you can make it out during that time really good it's in the south end there's a lot of good restaurants down there mm-hmm. all right uh are you gonna name some more yes yeah, soul food meat back meat company i like that place soul food is delicious nigga take a uber because the parking is crazy I've, yeah. i haven't been able to park out there in 
months like we used to go there like every saturday but they build up it'd be so fucking crowded now so i don't i mean if you can get out there and find somewhere to park or get like a uber out there uh it's great sometimes there's a line that's turned into a bit of a like party spot a little bit um but the fucking korean fried chicken Nigga. yeah and, and like it'll smack bong chan right in the dick and it's that's really how good, good it is and it's quick too you won't be waiting for long and it's soul food s-e-o-u-l yeah soul like so uh, right like in korea i believe it is mm-hmm. um but yeah listen so fucking good so um and, and they so- had this the, my favorite thing they have is um other than the chicken obviously and they have fire chicken which is but they got this joint uh called uh ramen and cheese yeah that's it's very like mac, good. it's like mac and cheese but with ramen nigga and it's baked oh so it's disgusting it's so good it's yeah it's really really good and uh this is where i got my intro to k-pop but unlike Bonchon, they are too ritzy and fancy to give you ranch dressing. So bring your own, okay? <laughs> you want to put some ranch dressing on the chicken, then they frown upon that. They want you to get the authentic. Yeah, so they give you some kind of white stuff on the side. I'm like, what the hell is that? I don't want that. They give you radish, oh, okay. uh, pickled radish or something like that, which some people claim to like. I've had it. I do not like it. Um I just look at it like no thank yeah. you. But that place is not that expensive. No, it's not. You get a lot of food for your money. Yeah, like I wanna say all the sizes are somewhere between like four and six dollars or something mm-hmm. like that, maybe even two. Yep. So um, you can actually load up and ha- and come back with a lot of food. Yeah, so I love that place. Um let's see. Uh Bang Bang South End is a burger place. They got fries and burgers and shit. Um I like them. They're downtown the South End as well. So it's a um you know if you if you want to go out and explore south end is a great place where you can just kind of get out and walk because yes. they have so much shit out there now and it's all been gentrified it's all been you know kind of changed out there um but uh like i said really good food out there yeah i know uh we uh joked about it but y'all chicken coop is actually really really good like we joke about it being the, like the crack price house. is chicken coop yeah price is chicken coop it's actually very good yeah there was one more place i wanted to name and i fucking forgot the name it's Ooh. something futa you know what i'm talking about futa something <laughs> we went there it was they had great ramen bowls i'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm gonna look it through my thing uh hold on i'm gonna, I'm gonna look at futa buta all right so it's futo buta f-u-t-o space b-u-t-a they had they ha- they're also in south end we've only got to go there like two times mm-hmm. um it's it's like right off the the railway thing the little uh what do they call that train downtown? light rail the light rail it's right off the light rail so you can just like hop off and go right to it um but it's d- delicious Mm-hmm. like the the bowls are so good and big oh yes the you, appetizers you, are amazing you feel Every, like naruto you know for those of you who watch naruto you know those bowls he be getting every single with like the egg in it oh they're so good every drink we tried every drink on the menu we did. every drink was the bomb like every fucking drink was delicious so uh if you can go there you know that's another space to go so uh all right i don't want to bore people with too many of these um hopefully within that that what we named you find at least one or two places to try oh we didn't talk about the nappy chef place well well, well nappy chef, we talked, we talked about, about that live on the air okay. but you know y'all know about the nappy chef oh and then just for desserts um there's a couple place cup craze 
which is a cupcake place um yeah, is delicious um i love them now don't go to the rock hill location not that it's not good but that's like a drive like you're gonna be going out your way to get to that motherfucker but cup craze just stop in and get you a cupcake and they got so many other delicious treats up in there mm-hmm. but uh they're great so yeah they're really really good oh one more place friends fueling station they're very good yeah bit expensive friends fueling station it's weird because it's like a fancy vibe you know to it but me and karen go in there all the time dressed down yeah we they've do. never treated us anything other than mm-hmm. great they'd be happy they'd be like you here we'll serve you yeah um the now there's a warning for bang 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 burgers and um friends i have to issue a warning that they say they close at 10 but a couple times we've gotten there like say 9 30 and they've been like oh we're wrapping up yeah, we're gonna if, go ahead and get out of here they're not busy they'll shut down yeah so you know don't wait too late i know some of y'all might be coming from cities that hang all night this ain't one of them cities mm-hmm. like charlotte is very like uh it's not it's not as bad as like them sundown towns or something no. or like a college town stuff but will still function but it's more of if you're going to be downtown that's where stuff function extended hours yeah but just in general even downtown like just like bars stay open late yeah bars restaurants typically close at 10 around here at the latest yeah. and some of them at nine so double check your yelps and your yeah local listing and give a phone call whatever yeah. just make sure that you know you're not gonna get stranded out here yeah like now friday saturday a little later like 11 12 yeah they stay the over place. to the end on those days but yeah if you're on here on wednesday or thursday double check your shit because you don't want to um it's not every restaurant but i just wanted to warn you about a couple that you just don't you don't want to get stuck somewhere and be like okay what the fuck just happened right uh <laughs> like what is this like i've been at um i went to i mean we went to france one time and i was like walked up in there like what's up they was like yeah so um yeah nobody been here for a while so we decided to shut down yeah so yeah i'm sorry about that <laughs> all um, right but for everybody you know main thing the most important thing we want to see you at seven at the booth playhouse at blumenthal theater for performing arts mm-hmm. okay well, that's that's the most important thing uh we can't wait to to see you guys out there we can yeah we, we went got all we're getting more and more stuff and yes we are kind of we're gonna give away is all like kinds I said, it's of gonna be a whole experience goody good stuff and oh i'm just so excited y'all all right let's get into the show all right we still gonna talk about things because things continue to happen yes they do um let's see where should i start uh actually you know what let me go open up my music i know exactly where i want to start um and just you know obviously take your time uh spotify ain't no need to rush. <laughs> it's just us chilling today um all right here we go Thank you. 
wanna ask you There's something that I wanna know Answer this question You have the answer So tell me what I wanna know Do you wanna phone? Do you wanna phone? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna phone, let me show you how. Do you wanna phone with me? Do you wanna phone with me? All right, let's get into LGBTQ news, guys. All right, which means uh, mostly sad news, but hopefully some good news. We'll yes. see. Um. Oh no, it's all sad. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um let's start here a democratic donor is accused of killing a young gay black man and we talked about that on yes, the show we, yes we did he will face no charges mm-hmm. mm. he's a serial person like they like he do this to a lot of people yeah Jamel Moore died. Jamel Moore died from a crystal meth overdose last July, and now it appears the Democratic Party donor, who many believe is responsible for his death, will go unpunished. According to WHL Times, on July 27, 2017, Moore was found at the home of Ed Buck, a wealthy, high-profile political activist with a history of making contributions to the Democratic Party. While the police were quick to list his cause of death as an accident, Moore's mother, Letitia Nixon, already always suspected foul play. After speaking to some of our son's friends, Nixon found out he was a sex worker and Buck was his client. So we went through the story the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that this dude won't face charges after all that evidence and people were coming forward and shit, t- t- is, what is a gay black life worth? Come on. You know, what is it worth? When, when the court, I mean, we already know what they think about black life in the court system, but, um, you know a rich white man too like i guess it's it's like he killed nobody to them you know as far as they're concerned despite what everybody else is saying around him and um you know the whole story we went into last time uh the rapper young buck is back in the news yeah right so you know i don't know no blast from the past it's part of g unit for a little bit that's the uh, last I heard of him was like probably 90 something maybe early 2000s anyway he insists that he's not gay after allegedly hooking up with a trans woman on camera video of a man who many believe is a hip hop artist young buck uh <laughs> shade <laughs> uh hooking up with a trans oh okay 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 my bad it wasn't shade it was the comma it threw me off I thought they were trying to say many believe he's a hip hop artist like he not one <laughs> oh that was so good i wish they would have wrote it that way a video of a man who many believe is a hip-hop artist young buck uh hooking up with a trans woman surfaced online over the weekend and the rapper slash actor slash producer is not happy about it it all started when a woman named glamour perfect 
claimed on instagram that she had engaged in a romantic relationship with 37 year old young buck whose real name is david darnell brown the post was captioned at buckshots show yourself to the world it would be so impressive and included photos of the uh, herself and the g-unit rapper screenshots of alleged dms and sex they had exchanged the short video of glamour purportedly performing oral sex on him oh a wildfire homophobic and transphobic tweets quickly ensued and they have people that i don't even see how many reasons person got but somebody said another gay layer of the industry onion has been peeled away young buck like young buck like boy butt let me see how many tweets this what the fuck is wrong with people see how much traction this shit got you just never know in these articles i just want to see oh i don't know if it's just taking a while to post it don't look like it got a lot of response so this so maybe they search twitter to Mm -hmm. find people that were upset correct yeah this doesn't according to this it don't got no retweets and no likes a lot of times that's what happens hmm. but they be the news though anyway um uh another uh, i hope this young buck gay incident ain't true another person said my god these rappers are loving boy pussy shaking my head see what this person got as a retweet i'm sorry to do this research on the air but i i like to know because sometimes articles make it seem like somebody was like there's a big large sentiment and there's not um not that i feel like there's not a lot of homophobic black dudes that probably have a problem with this but yeah this person got two retweets for likes okay so there were people that talk shit but it did not seem like it was i don't think young buck's famous enough to get enough traction that's probably more Mm. what it is correct uh within 24 hours young buck hit back in an angry video posted on instagram page monday afternoon uh he repeatedly misgenders the woman while denying anything sexual ever happened between the two of them he also shared a link of his video uh to the video with 280 plus twitter followers hey here (laughs) wait wait what he only got 280 twitter followers for real all right like you said the time like he ain't you know how people are you ain't popping now damn like who would even know that he is the real young buck yeah at I young wouldn't. buck the real young buck i i mean wow i thought i mean i, I oh two hundred eighty thousand. okay i was That's about to say more reasonable oh okay oh okay i was out there it's like what the fuck like i know he fell off but 280 like i know niggas like they just play ball at the wide they got 280 followers <laughs> like that didn't sound right but the reason that i'm glad to, to clear that up is that that's dangerous to be you know it's kind of dangerous a little bit to be out there putting people's name like that when you got that kind of following but i do want to remark that posting a video and saying that this is me sucking young bucks dick if that's true then that's also some revenge porn level violation of privacy yes shit. it is so like you can't just throw that away as if like you know because no it doesn't give him the right to be transphobic in his response and shit but it definitely does kind of taint the whole idea that this is just some misunderstanding type shit or just uh you know uh, um that he had no right to be upset like i would be upset if somebody posted a woman man any anybody that posted a video of me of especially if it did happen but even if it didn't i guess but just saying like when you gonna tell the world i be sucking your dick it's like hey man you're not really that's not cool and that's not your place (laughs) 
<laughs> what what are you doing what are you doing that's not okay like whoever you woman man trans whatever the, it doesn't matter who you are that's still some revenge porn level shit now it doesn't because of toxic masculinity and all this shit i doubt a guy like young buck would take it to like trial and you know all that type of stuff because you know he don't want to look quote unquote weak but you know he would yeah, be in his rights to do it that masculinity so fragile type of shit so he did his video let me address this real real fast real quick ain't shit gay about me he went on to say i ain't got a problem with no gay people but there ain't no motherfucking tape or no motherfucking punk sucking my dick um shortly after the video was posted he deleted it but it's still making rounds on social media um yeah uh especially if he's uh misgendering the person like that's also performative because i think in a lot of cases these dudes it's like you get accused of being gay so then of course the first thing you can and first of all it's not gay to have sex with a trans woman um trans women are women that doesn't make you gay second of all though it the response to being accused of being queer any of that type of stuff a lot of men feel like the and i guess people in general but they feel like the the only way to prove that they're not is to be hateful right like how let me show you how much i hate gay people how much i hate um trans people because then you'll have to say i must not be gay which is ridiculous some of the most hateful people that have been using uh have some people use hate as cover like you're never gonna disprove anything that way but you will reveal that you are transphobic you know um anyway that's the most anyone's talked about young buck in a long time agreed um let's see what else happened glenn get glenn close defends scarlett johansson's controversial rub and tug casting why boo rip all for okay for that for that role it's over she said she's not gonna do the role why are you kicking the dirt the dirt back up she apologized everybody moved on what would be the point of you coming forward to be like but hold up i actually am on her side um for people to roast you right she said my thinking right now is that people who are producing and directing properties like that need to go out of their way to get trans actors on the job uh but they also should have the opportunity to cast the best person acting as a craft i think personally that anyone should be able to play anyone um yeah i mean that's easy to say when you're not in the marginalized group it's just easy to say you know i i don't think that people are necessarily wrong about the idea of acting being this thing where you transform into a person that is not yourself and that some people's best acting performances come when we go i didn't even recognize them they were so different than how they are in real life and that separates the great actors from the bad you know um but when you're not giving people a chance who have a lived experience that can speak to a role to play a role um or the assumption is that scarlett johansson was the best person for the part for something she's directing or producing i don't know that we can just assume that Mm -mm. you know like i chose this as a vehicle for myself to star in that's what it sounded like to me on the outside looking in it doesn't sound like scarlett johansson said i tried to cast somebody and then just i i just kept being the best person and i just had to take the role it would have been a crime not to i don't think that's what happened Mm -mm. so 
um and then we've seen with with the success of stuff like pose that um and then um tangerine which was oscar nominated like we've seen that when you allow people to play the lives that they actually lead they bring something to the road that you can't just bring um yourself because you haven't lived it correct so um yeah this is more of a tacit defense of jahan uh Jahan said no I, I don't know that glenn is uh um, yeah, somebody said that she played a man once who glenn close yeah yeah i, I wouldn't doubt it um plus i i mean to be fair t- to a certain extent a lot of this is new thinking for a lot of people correct so you know it's kind of like i don't think they would make tootsie now no but that happened it did you know a ton of um a ton of black male actors have done roles where they cross-dressed and stuff like that for the role um shit i remember grandmama larry johnson like i like i doubt that could happen now that happened mm-hmm. in the 90s mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. if there was like a nba star that's like i want to dress up like a grandma and dunk on people i would see a lot of i bet you'd be a lot of people that's like it's transphobic to do that agreed so i i think thinking has changed over time and glenn close is uh working so she's smart enough to know the times have changed um and i think this this is less of a defense of scarlett johansson than i thought it would be not that it's still it's still not good but it's not it's not the i thought she was gonna come out and be like y'all niggas need to stop tripping but um anyway uh it just doesn't help that's all you know and especially after johansson already left it like she left <laughs> like what's the defense then I, people just can't help themselves i guess no they can't like i leave something and i apologize and then someone else comes by like nope take it back um so yeah i hopefully uh you know hopefully less of that type of stuff happens too in the future people stop defending it um and also there's this element to acting too where by the same token it does say something about actors who refuse to take certain roles because i I, i'm i'm not gay and i don't want to be kissing no man or whatever like there's something to that too i'm not i don't feel like this is all fleshed out and solved and resolved yet i feel like there's there's elements to choices that you have to make and people are going to be upset either way you go like if you're a straight actor who takes a role as a gay person some people are gonna say you took that role away from a gay actor um and they may be right depending on the character and the role and the person casting and all that stuff but by the same token whenever an actor comes out and says some shit like i refuse to play a gay character uh kevin like kevin hart said i've also seen the same people go in on him for saying he refuses to play a gay character so i don't know that this is black and white as people try to paint it i think it's more about the vibe of the person um and their reasons you know right and the biggest thing is in their reasons like if kevin hart was to say that then he was like i don't play gay roles because i don't want to take a a a role from a gay person would those same people be upset right like it's it's some real it's some cash 22 shit because i like i said there's a there's a way you can spin the shit to be bad either way to be honest right um i still remember when that dude from true blood quit the show because he was like i refuse to be in a love scene with lafayette because i'm not gay it's like 
Ooh, okay that just sounds like you're homophobic that doesn't sound like you said right got the road, right. you know um so anyway uh tyler eminem eminem came out with an album he dissed a bunch of rappers he dissed tyler the creator tyler the creator is like his songs hint at a lot of him being bisexual and stuff it has for years but he's also been like very quote-unquote homophobic in his songs um but i don't know how the rules on that work when you're gay so or you're bi you're queer i don't i know some people don't approve of him and his lyrics and that are you know they're like this is offensive i don't give a fuck if he's gay or not or bi and there's people that are like nah it's fine it's his word to use i don't really have an opinion it's not my culture to say right what i do find interesting is eminem and his diss uh went homophobic towards tyler the creator now it's a diss song as we've seen just earlier this year with uh pusha t and drake ain't really no lines for a lot of people in disses no it's not like you either lose the crowd or you don't to be honest we saw it happen with um a lot of people say ain't no rules but then i remember when jay-z said that stuff about leaving a condom on the baby seat of Nas's like baby mama people was like he lost the battle he went too personal so there definitely seems to be some type of lines that people will go nah i'm not fucking with you but um it doesn't stop rappers from trying though agreed uh in the latest installment of in his multi-part interview series of sway eminem discusses this is the tyler creator and earl sweatshirt and on the kamikaze track fall tyler created create nothing i see why you call yourself the f word bitch he uh rapped on the song in the interview uh eminem expressed regret for using the homophobic slur on the song i think the word that i called him on that song was one of the things where i felt like this might be too far because in my queer in my quest to hurt him i realized that i was hurting a lot of other people by saying it it was one of the things that i kept going back to and going i don't feel right with this watch uh, so so the thing is though you knew and you went for it anyway right. you could have took it out at any time before it got released so you going back and saying i shouldn't have done it isn't is really pointless because yes. you knew you shouldn't have done it it wasn't like you said i put this out and i was shocked by the surprise by the by the, the hurt and the response that i got from people i was shocked that people were so upset i didn't know i couldn't say that which would have been bullshit but still if you would have said that there's there's a way where people might be like well now you know right this ain't that so you knew better and you just decided to not do it right right? um the other part is is this eminem is a homophobe dog yes he been that way since he first started rapping Uh, yes like it like this is not news to anybody that's like uh 30 or older like when he first came out it was like this white boy will say anything he's crazy like he the only thing he won't say is the n-word and he goes right up to it and i know there's been scandals trying to like um like they had an unreleased track where he dissed a girl that a black girl that broke up broke up with him in high school or some shit and he said the n-word on that um there's also footage of him with like dr dre and the chronic like over overseas like rapping with them and he says the n-word on stage or whatever which i i don't I, both of those situations i'm kind of like yeah that's not gonna stop 
his career i hope y'all no. like that's not really catching him in the act like y'all think it is Mm-mm. um like y'all really need to catch him like calling somebody a nigga off camera like you know like y'all need to y'all need to catch a like unedited studio session where he f- says listen listen uh you niggers if you don't get the goddamn beat yeah! like, like that's what you're gonna have to catch him if you really want to stop his career because uh anything less than that nobody's gonna get too offended and plus to cert- to a certain extent um while black people in the industry co-sign eminem he the reason he got so big is because via that cosign white people buy his shit and bought his shit and that's why his sales figures was always so much bigger than everybody else's because he had made that transition into like rebellious white boy territory yep he was speaking a language yeah it's kind of like that nwa thing where like white kids that don't come from that or even fuck with that really fuck with their music as a symbol of like i'm rebelling but really it's kind of fucked up because this ain't you you know yeah and also uh because of the way he rapped a lot of his music did not age well i I can't tell you the last time i actually have sat down and actually listened to i didn't even listen to the new shit Mm -mm. oh i haven't listened to anything and and i I mean it goes without saying one of the most technically proficient rappers in history like agreed it ain't even like nothing i mean it's not even a, a skill thing it's just like you know you get older um and the new shit might be hot i don't know i saw people saying it was hot but this was also part of what i saw coming from it and i was just like i'm i don't want to listen then you know because to me if it's not a good time i don't really want to listen your shit you know and it's sad that it happened that way um maybe i'll revisit some of these albums from this year that i didn't listen to but same thing happened with nikki shit it's like all i see is you just in the press right. i don't see so i'm tapping out yeah i don't want to listen to your album so i have to have a conversation about why i chose to listen to your album it's not fun nope you know i haven't listened to that doja cat out and her shit was dope i haven't listened to that shit since that homophobic tweet it's like i just it's not fun anymore to be like oh man this song is a jam and i still love the song right you right. know and her albums are flames or whatever like you after all this stuff broke i just stopped listening yeah when the feelings subside maybe i can revisit you know it's not like i'm i'm you know whatever it's it's not, it's not like this it's possible to really cancel anybody but i just for me personally it just made me it just turn, it's a big turn off right mm-hmm. so um with uh with with M you know i wasn't surprised that he would say some homophobic shit i kind of been waiting on it the last couple albums i listened to of his he had stopped that shit and i was hoping that he had matured to be honest um right while this i'm gonna make a comparison i'm not saying it's the same and it definitely wasn't as bad but it it is a comparison that, that i feel is valid common the rapper common formerly known as common sense used to be very homophobic very misogynistic in his music very but i've watched that dude change and mature and come into life as an older black man more spiritual more aware more uh you know uh thoughtful and stuff and now he doesn't say those things doesn't mean he can't rap anymore but you know he's grown to a point where i would not expect him to then put out some homophobic disses to somebody next week because i would be totally shocked that it was common like really i thought you were off of that well i can understand people feeling a little bit that way for eminem i really can because mm-hmm. he because he had got off of that for two or three albums I, like why he went back i don't know but the problem is eminem was so out there with his shit like to the point where i would say that was as skilled as he was 
he was just as shocking you know he's like a shock jock rapper that's the best way to describe him yes so i'm not shocked that he went back in a way that i would be for common it just felt like a matter of time and it's sad that he thought he needed to do this to get traction or that that shit would even add up to the disc because the problem with the with dissing somebody like this is not that you are fit that that you were too over the line it's that you lose the crowd the crowd decides what's too over the line and we're now at a point where if you say something homophobic about somebody we just want to talk about why you said that you know it's like if he would have called tyler a nigger nobody would have been okay with that nope so it's essentially the same rule now and maybe he didn't know the new rules but i doubt i doubt he didn't so i had to think about it before he put it out so he knew the new rules and he just thought he was bigger than that but nobody bigger than the rules nobody you know it just (laughs) and you find out once you break the rules yeah there's only a couple third rails in hip-hop and that's one of them like two women can diss each other and talk about you fuck everybody to get music and other people write your music and they can say that very fucked up misogynistic shit to each other over and over every fucking diss that's two women goes like that but (laughs) you can't call somebody a homophobic slur and be like huh everybody clap (laughs) so um but yeah that's um that's wild he also confirmed that he did receive a secret uh a visit from trump secret service following his bet hip-hop cypher i believe that yeah so um and they they came to see if he was making an actual threat or just expressing himself so and y'all want to allow him to send out a fucking max text we'll be getting goddamn tweets from that man on every fucking cell phone get out of here yeah it's also super weird because the reason he dissed tyler creator was over tyler tweeting about him tyler's uh earl the sweatshirt tweeting about him earl sweatshirt said if you still follow eminem you drink way too much mountain dew uh he said i was like what the fuck you guys are just on tour with us we hung out we kicked it made jokes eminem says breaking point came when tyler criticized his beyonce collaboration walk on water yeah i just think honestly M was looking for somebody to fight because the hype ain't there no more nope yeah it's gone and this is what the kids do it is what the kids do like you know who else this uh who else earl the sweatshirt made fun of jay-z you know what jay-z said back to him not a goddamn thing because earl sweatshirt i give a fuck about that shit you know what i mean like mm. you know what he doing going on fucking tour with his goddamn wife making yeah. it for a bazillion dollars you gotta be bigger than some of this shit but i think m wants he needed somebody to fight because i think he went back and forth with machine gun kelly over the last couple of weeks and all this shit so like i think he's trying to get himself back into the lexicon by fighting with these young niggas make good music just try to make some good music bro that's 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 all i ask just make good music dog yep so anyway um let's see uh how about this will be the last one i felt really bullied says an anti-gay school board member who opposes anti-bullying initiatives um that's dumb wow are you bullied and you're going against the the thing that says don't bully 
first of all don't talk about what me and my wife do that means you know what the fuck bullying is right uh school board official from east pennsylvania has abruptly resigned from her post after becoming a political lightning rod for her views on lgbtq bullying carol allen is a retired teacher who hates iPads and doesn't seem to think bullying is a problem for gay youth despite all the evidence to the contrary she was elected to the school board in 2015 last week alice submitted a curt resignation letter to the school board president ken bacher that read ken this is to inform you that i am resigning from the east penn school board effective immediately carol allen earlier this year allen sparked an outrage when she voiced her opposition to a local high school's anti-bullying campaign it all started when students at emos high school were shown a series of short proud to love videos uh, during morning announcements back in april the videos are selected by the school's gay straight alliance um alan thought uh, it was offensive so she let her feelings be known at the school board meeting in june claiming the video violated parental rights she also got local tea party officials they still around mm-hmm. they ain't going nowhere and members of the american family association a hate group to join her in voicing her disapproval during the public comment section of the meeting one of allen's guests shouted an anti-gay slur at a teenager from the back of the room okay that that's very helpful for the calls right right right. thank you um uh, ultimately however allen and her fellow deplorables are vastly outnumbered by people in favor of the videos and the school's approach to supporting its lgbtq students and so last week she resigned presumably in protest but this week the first time wasn't but this wasn't the first time allen has taken issue with how the school districts handle bullying in october 2017 she tried to block an anonymous survey that would track students attitudes about bullying again citing parental rights parents do not know what their children are answering in survey questions yeah that kind of sort of the point of an anonymous survey Alan, right so you can get the truth alan's attempts to block it were unsuccessful ironically in july 2017 she caused a huge stink when she said she felt bullied by colleagues after they didn't invite her to visit with kids during the summer school session right because some of them might be lgbtq and they don't want your ass there they don't want cameras showing up they don't spider-man 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 does whatever a spider can right i wouldn't invite your ass either i was very surprised because we talked about bullying all the time for years and years and years and i really felt bullied by the superintendent you grown ass woman what the fuck are we talking about here uh where like like like, like, like when you went like start call like you got most- <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people man right. i can't believe y'all bullying me for talking about these homosexuals that i hate that i just i know they be killing themselves and stuff to they little children's but i don't understand why y'all won't let me just speak my truth Y'all always talk about, I want to come out the bigot closet, okay? Can I come out the bigot closet real quick? What about, honor my truth and my integrity. What about that? My life, my existence to hate. Wow, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. It's like you can't even call them names no more. I can't even call them a slur. Mm -mm. That's wow. 
what is Mm-mm. the world coming to i don't know but i guarantee you niggas is on the list too what about my religious freedom uh cat williams oh we're out, we're out of lgbtq now let's move let's move on cat williams speaks on alleged gun incident with wider smith's husband and talks beef with tiffany haddish tiffany and i <laughs> tiffany and i never had an issue he says uh it seems like everyone in hollywood is coming together lately and squashing their past issues unless there's a gun involved it was reported earlier this week that wanda smith's husband allegedly pulled a gun on cat williams chasing him across the street to a local supermarket over williams roasting session of his wife after many came to the comedian's defense the comedian addressed the alleged incident after picking up his emmy at the award show i have no idea what y'all talking about he said when asked about the incident in which he reportedly filed a police report what gun he said when a reporter asked if smith's husband really threatened him with a gun williams hesitates for saying if somebody did pull a gun what would you do that for if it wasn't to shoot i assure you if there was a gun there would be police and jail and all types of things right so there could be no gun when asked if he and tiffany had to squash their beef williams said there was never any beef and he regrets even speaking to her on wanda sykes in the now viral interview with atlanta's or wanda sykes wanda smith i think it was a typo uh v103 <laughs> i think that was a typo all not all wanda's are the same no they're not <coughs> <coughs> tiffany and i never had an issue i was just really sorry i mentioned wanda's oh well no i guess he did say wanda sykes all right wanda sykes or tiffany's name i was in a conversation with a non-female comedian about female comedians and that's a no-no um so is he he trying to say wanda smith not a female comedian um when asked about beef haddish simply said it was never a problem sir i never had no issue with cat uh when tmz asked if she worked with him in the future she said if i'm getting paid i'm gonna get that money my girl god i love her haddish posted several photos with williams at the event that was my favorite thing the photos of them together yeah one of them he was on a knee like like looking my like you know like he worshiped her or something or like he was apologizing yeah because she about that money she i really don't think they have a problem and even if they did she was like is they paying yeah i mean and honestly like one them niggas is too rich to not like each other come on let that be a problem and that um, would be a fire ass movie i my black ass be the first thing in line yeah i would watch cat williams and uh her go off on each other um the other part of this though uh i love tiffany haddish's like whole mentality i really strive to reach that point like real talk anytime somebody comes at, the, at her she legitimately wishes them the best hopes they get hope they get love like it's like right it's, it's wild but it's it's actually dope like to be that like unbothered like well you know what i heard what you said about me that's cool i hope everything is good with you i'm gonna continue to grind to do me um so that was that um two if you listen to the interview he was spit he was just talking shit about everybody like <laughs> my it's so many underrated parts of that interview one of my favorite parts is that he basically said all the black male comedians was ugly losers and that shit tickled my funny bone because he and he was naming names he said little rail uh he, he said white people comedians they they like you gotta be funny and we gotta want to fuck you so you can't just be a funny white comedian that's not like attractive especially if you're a man 
and he was he was like don't i want to fuck lil rail or um uh hannibal burris or like and he named like a i don't remember if he said gerard carmichael or michael shea but he named like a few niggas to be like nobody's trying to fuck them he, he was like nobody even want to fuck them in like regular clubs <laughs> like Aww. not even it was ridiculous and he was like they, kevin hart he was like they keep putting them in these fucking movies but they only put them in the movies because they're not a threat because they're not fuckable like they're still non-threatening to white to white people um and that was i mean as a comedian on the inside that sounded like some inside talk that comedians have between themselves correct he just happened to be saying that shit on the radio but i guarantee you that is not just something that cat williams thinks Mm -mm. that's like an industry thing where you you know it's kind of like when dave Chappelle talked about why do they why do they come to the black men who are comedians with the idea of putting them in the dress so you could be like well you know it's toxic masculinity to not want to put on the dress blah blah blah. but then industry wise he's speaking on some real shit when he's like but why is the idea in the writing room from white people always i should put on this dress that's funny just by itself a black man in a dress we don't like we don't we're not gonna make the whole it doesn't have to be the whole movie or whatever but we couldn't think of a gag let's put him in a dress you know we can be creative right um so it does say something um and then as far as the tiffany haddish shit um i think you know it comes off like it sounds very personal but it also was inside baseball it was inside comedy talk and if you listen to the interview he basically was saying um a lot of black women in comedy have been doing comedy for years touring doing stand-up and they can't get into the hollywood industry because they don't look a certain way correct and he was saying tiffany haddish who isn't the same proven commodity as even like a monique lunel um like people who have done tours on the road as black women for 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 years decades decades now even she he's saying that she passed all those comedians comedians he tried to put on himself even because she looked a certain way and that's not saying she's not funny that's saying she's not proven in the way these other women are proven and for her to skip them is offensive to those people and he's like offended on their behalf now obviously there's no way you can talk about that without somebody possibly taking it personal except for tiffany haddish right who apparently was like yeah i'm not taking it personal i'm out here getting my money okay that's not my problem to solve and if it's and if white and people not right and if white people decided there can only be one and she can't be too dark or too heavy or whatever what am i supposed to do not take a role am i supposed to like i can't make them do the right thing or just pick somebody else so and i've been grinding since i was 16 and this is my time um the shit he said about her having a white husband and shit i don't know enough about that and the material i've listened i've listened i've watched her stand up i've uh listened to her in interviews and shit i haven't really heard her do all the i got a white husband shit so i don't know where that came from maybe that's some shit that he heard like in her actual stand-up act on the road or how she started out because you know for me she's kind of a new um commodity like i i like it was like girls tripping in oh my god who's tiffany haddish for me mm-hmm. so there's like you know 10 15 years before that of her being like 
you know the aisha taylor uh tyler of um of of stand up or whatever then i don't know about that you know um but i know she used to be married and uh now she's not you know but he tried to reduce everything to her saying she want to fuck brad pitt and that joke at the emmys and i don't think that that's the bulk of her comedy you know no and with her stand-up like i actually think it was funny like and it wasn't about at least the stand-up i heard it wasn't i think it was called she ready it wasn't just an hour of i'm trying to fuck these white men you know so i don't don't know where he got that from um but uh yeah but anyway the point being like i can see how they both could have squashed that that's that's all i'm saying like legitimately both of them could have been like it was jokes it was a conversation on the radio and you really don't get as famous as us without getting used to motherfuckers talking about you unlike eminem agreed um but i I think it i always think it looks good when people like that are like man we don't have no problem y'all can chill Mm. your text cashing yeah i hope it's real i hope it's real i mean we'll never know for sure but i hope it's real i always think it's kind of sad when people are like uh you know they stop fucking with each other over over some shit like that you know but you never know um all right let's see what else we got um uh, let's do some guess the race and then we'll get out of here all right let me scroll to the top now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Karen and the chat room, to guess the race. And of course, everybody playing is racist. All right. Let's see who's fucking up today. Um, <clears throat> a woman gets her head stuck in an exhaust pipe. A Minnesota woman had a memorable time at a music festival this past weekend, but no one would blame her if she'd rather forget it. How how was she? <laughs> That's a normal feeling when you get your head stuck in a truck's exhaust pipe for 45 minutes. Caitlin Strom was at the Winstock Country Music Festival. A little confidence oh. goes a long way. It the sure does. The Nissan Titan, backed by America's oh, best truck yes. warranty. The Nissan Titan. Um so she got her head stuck in um the exhaust pipe i was like hey we were all just having fun i saw this big exhaust pipe and i was like hey my head could probably fit in that yeah she was doing she was on something i think so Mm-hmm. so i tried it it did fit but it didn't want to come back out strong estimated she spent 45 minutes inside the pipe and said she was finally rescued when firefighters used a power saw uh, although she was unharmed by her close encounter with the si- inside of a tailpipe, uh, <clears throat> the McLeod County Sheriff's Office cited her for underage drinking. She was drinking. And at the age. She was escorted from the festival once she was free, but her exhausting experience, ha, lives on thanks to this video post on Facebook, which has been viewed more than 2.3 million times as a Wednesday afternoon. Strom didn't expect to go viral, but she's not surprised a lot of people don't realize how serious it was so it's kind of expected i mean you didn't realize how serious it was uh so it's kind of expected when it's blasted 
on the internet that you're going to get negative comments some people can really be cruel i mean yes yes the internet has no roots one person she said was surprisingly kind was tom Ward of darwin uh, i did not know him but everyone who was around me knew him uh he was wonderful i remember getting my head unstuck and i was just looked at him and apologized he said no i'm just glad you're okay don't worry about it he has already fixed his exhaust and is going to be working on that i did not have to pay for anything like that because he was absolutely wonderful he she posted a photo of herself and walled on saturday where she owned up to the experience why isn't the picture coming up what the hell uh let me uh see if i can google the picture but guess the race karen white all right <clears throat> let's check the chat room see what they believe the race is here um how small is head white 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 she was waiting to exhale white white oh you're not gonna fall for the white lady head in the tailpipe <laughs> and economically anxious 53 percent tr- uh, trump supporting still alive at the police encounter white white she got some exhaust she got some exhausted head white no <laughs> listen at how proud she was not to pay she was super proud um anyway the correct answer is and let me just do- why am i double checking white obviously this is white I'm on the same. country music festival man. <laughs> man what a dumbass but i guess when you're drunk and you're underage and you had a country music concert i mean you gotta win in rome right uh, win in mobile home uh <laughs> do as the do as the mobile homings do is what they say. So. uh yeah she's white and this is the dude whose tailpipe she got stuck in uh so did it show up yes it did All right. He looks kind of like a Seth Rogen country version or something. Uh, all right, let's go to the next story. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, right. Let's see. How about um a fi- <laughs> a volunteer firefighter accused of driving drunk? <laughs> accused of driving a fire truck while drunk resigns what oh man Life. i know fires was, was taking forever to get the fires out who was on duty yeah he said driving he's driving a fire truck while drunk wow he was, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with that ladder showing up all late swerving into the fucking fire hydrant why is that ladder going through the window <laughs> a humboldt fire uh volunteer firefighter has resigned after being accused of driving a fire engine drunk police say jeffrey feaster was charged with operating while under the influence on june the 6th his resignation will go into effect immediately officers say he was responding to a 911 call where police on the scene said he smelled like alcohol and was slurring his speech sorry motherfucking fob i put that motherfucker how, out God how damn did it. he get there <laughs> uh feaster's blood alcohol content was twice the legal limit there are was he getting drunk and we were like what is that <laughs> i think that's the is that the bail is that is that do i put my roof on hold on hold on what's, hold on, hold what's on. happening hold on, here hold on hold on hold on 
let me drink a little bit of this water out this water hose hold on i'm gonna be straight i'm gonna be straight ha, just... hum, hum down hum, hum down let me hit some let of this fire hydrant put, water let, let <laughs> me put my shoes on and i'll be ready to go uh why is the lights blinking why is the fire spinning why is the fire are all the houses on fire flames y'all y'all see the flames too all three, flames all three of these houses on fire so what it's just it's just one house it's just one house fire what happened here what happened <laughs> jeffrey it's just one house fire i'm gonna aim for the middle i'm gonna aim <laughs> hold on i just need to lay down for a little bit let me uh, just hold on hold on hold on hold on y'all go down the pole i'm gonna take the stairs <laughs> Uh, but we always no, I, I'm, I'm gonna meet y'all down there i'm gonna take the stairs. i'm gonna just i'm gonna go in the truck and sleep for just yeah. a little bit y'all show y'all want me to drive <laughs> i'm good i'm good give me my keys y'all yeah okay okay i drive i drive i drive, I drive better drunk um there are no rules re- preventing firefighters from drinking before the start of their shift there should be what there, why isn't this a rule you can't drink on the job there should probably be some rules about that because you don't know what a fucking fire gonna happen they just thought nobody would be stupid enough to do it <laughs> the iowa firefighters association says both volunteer paid firefighters are encouraged to not respond to a call if they're impaired for or feel that they won't be able to perform their duties well that's the problem with being drunk it impairs your judgment and you think you can do your duties the why I- is there not a rule that says why your ass is in this building you cannot drink if you're here for two or three days your ass just won't be drinking the ifa helps make regulations for departments that says rules for drinking and driving should be implied you should probably write them down right apparently <laughs> apparently you got to write that motherfucker in a book for some people it's not really i bet you look he said is there a rule that says that i can oh i can drink all right i give me another one bartender um billy i'm not the bartender and uh you're at the fire station yeah you're at the fire station you gotta stop you gotta stop uh yeah you gotta gotta stop freestyling on these billy can i have a chair i'm not giving you no motherfucking cherry (laughs) no the uh i want some fireball vodka get it fireball uh, the cause it tastes like fire get it cause we fire men <laughs> you get it the organization I didn't know everybody was looking at him like the fuck is this <laughs> he changed the uh the fire the fire uh siren for the truck he's driving down the street fire <laughs> they rolled up the police officer was like um where's the siren why does it sound like it's a party coming up the street what you gonna fire me huh well i'm a firefighter bitch you can't fire firefighter i put this fire out and i'm gonna go fight this fire today bitch the organization does not keep record of firefighters misconduct what is happening here apparently being a firefighter is really relaxed i didn't know it was you such a can chill job. drink on the job they'll keep a track of your fuck-ups apparently working as a firefighter and working at ihop very close to each other very very close humboldt officials say feaster did not have a history of police activity he volunteered on the department for 18 years guess the race of Jeff- jeffrey feaster oh 100 white all right check the chat room uh johnny walker red lives matter too white white i'm surprised they made him resign firehouse mike is white 
drinking fireball on a fire truck he's a redneck white the correct answer is everyone got it white see if i can show y'all his picture it'll look a little dark because it's on a video but he's white <laughs> that motherfucker man the audacity mm, that privilege must be a hell of a drug drunk. did you see the police department going is he drunk right why is he stumbling out of the truck like he was so drunk they could smell it on him right he still he showed up. Fucked up still went to work all right bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two but can she finish strong let's find out i think everyone in the chat is two for two Mm mm-hmm uh a man with a gun tattoo on his forehead is charged with illegally possessing a gun white a man with a gun tattooed on his forehead has been charged with illegally possessing a gun michael vines is federally prohibited from possessing a firearm the greenville police department said on facebook vines is accused of tossing a loaded 38 caliber revolver into a grass area following a car accident firefighters who witnessed the accident reported vines to the police who recovered the gun from the scene the real weapon was placed in property and evidence greenville pd said vines was charged with driving with a suspended license driving too fast for the conditions and unlawful carrying of a firearm karen is going with white let's check yes, the chat room I am. see what they believe uh, i guess he ain't want <laughs> oops I guess he ain't wanted to be no mystery. He was like, let's look, open the shut case. All right, motherfuckers. All right. Yeah, this is what I did. He just pointed to his forehead. Um, black, Negro. Oh, he's black. Uh, so everybody's going against Karen. Black and Ashy. I was going to say, what clue did I miss? Black, white mumble rapper. Tossed the gun while driving suspended license. Black. The correct answer is, and Karen. Mm-hmm you got it right he is white the rest of y'all niggas is racist Mm. it really do be your own people yeah wow Wow. that is so sad to see all the anti-blackness in the chat right now so a ratchet this time. You didn't have a pick? Yeah, I did. It didn't show up in the chat. Okay. What? Wow. Right? Wow, dog! Wow, yeah, he really mm, his tattoo artist fucked that up. Wow, he was like, I don't want it to be no mysteries, okay? Mm, you're like a water gun. Wow, <laughs> right? The gun don't even look good. Mm-mm. 
mm-hmm. and they didn't fill in the colors i mean mm-hmm. if you're gonna commit to the bit i feel like you should fill in the gun color as black like wow that that's 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 a lot uh happening uh i think i'd rather have a dick on my head you I know mean, it almost looked like a dick if you ain't right. paying close attention like a cricket dick i mean he just decided i will never need to even interview for no job again oh no no i don't ever plan on working ever i only again. plan on working at used record stores and come on and mixtapes a hot topic okay because fuck life i only work at the place where they sell uh record players Mm-mm-mm. all right let's see uh sword ratchetness let me see if i can find one um samurai sword murder co-accused released from jail of course accuser Aww. accused killer hannah quinn has walked out of civil water correctional center after being granted bail earlier in the day the 23 year old and her boyfriend blake davis are accused of murdering jet mckee after he broke into their forest lodge home in sydney's inner west uh in broad daylight last friday earlier today quinn sobbed in court as she was granted bail her parents have since paid sixty thousand dollars surety and she Ooh. has been released from custody quinn was today also charged with being accessory to the murder of mr mckee known in sydney as hip-hop circus skeptics oh okay so this is just an update to that to that australian rapper who got killed by a sword they let one of the co-accused out of jail wow because they don't take the jail crimes they don't take sword crimes serious they don't that's sad Mm-mm-mm. trash all right guys <clears throat> we will see y'all with more of this hopefully on thursday we'll see a lot of you guys friendly faces and we can't wait to do this live and for everybody to meet each other i know a yes. ton of y'all are have only known each other via the internet and we brought a lot of people together mm-hmm. and there's gonna be people there that are gonna have to introduce themselves to me by their screen names and shit yeah by your twitter handle yeah so i uh, can't wait to see you guys then um and uh we'll talk to y'all later um so until then i love you I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.